Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, and welcome to this podcast. A podcast with two people who right now will try to remember what the last podcast was about it's something we do it's a tradition we do every <laughs> single podcast no we start things off uh with omissions and um uh acts of contrition of things that we uh we we we, we might have done wrong last time and so uh that's what we do every single time and that's why i'm making this joke is because we oftentimes do not remember what our last show was about uh what was our last show about rob i believe it was the best fight scenes it was best fight scenes. It was, and right. I remember that because I do actually like I I was called out on a couple of fight scenes mm-hmm. by uh, a, a good friend of ours from high school, Meredith. Who oh I yeah, did not realize she is a fan of the show. Which hi, uh, Meredith. Look, thank you for listening. Look, I think Mer- uh, Meredith doesn't. She doesn't deserve to be grouped in like that. Uh, uh, f- uh, fight scene seems like. Uh, or, uh, or uh, uh, f- uh, and it was the Snyder cut, actually, wasn't it? Pros and cons. We did, we did action scenes. Oh, you know, you are, you Snyder are right. Cut. We did do the Snyder cut as well. Yeah. Shit. So this is already going to be something. But again, Meredith doesn't need to be grouped in as a fan. Okay. It was the Snyder okay. cut. Oh, in the Snyder cut, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and uh, remove so this. So we could do, we could go on forever about things we omitted from the right. Snyder cut. It's, yeah. I have actually watched it a second time. Oh my! Is that sad? God, considering like thirty-two percent of Americans fuck? who watched it finished it, thirty-two percent. Thirty. So thirty-two percent of the people who started that movie finished it, and Correct. you've done it twice. I've done it twice. Oh, Jesus Christ! God. And I, I actually started it a third time, but happened to fall asleep because when I watched it, it was late. So I've almost watched it. Don't, three times. don't. You know, I'm sorry. Do not give the. Do not. Oh, it was late. Well, I, well, it was late. And by late, like, I mean I turned like it on at 8.30, late. and it turned midnight 30 before it was over. <laughs> yes, Jesus okay. Christ. Fair point. It's fair don't, point. Don't, don't be like, oh, you know, it's a good movie, and a lot of people can sit through No, obviously people couldn't sit through it fucking once. Did you hear that they want to do a, a longer cut of The Lord of the Rings? Like an extended, extended, the Similarian extended, cut, extended cut, like 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 seven day cut. Uh, you know, no, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. You I, know I what? If you want all that book. stuff, read the book again. Yeah, just read the I, fucking I, book again. At, at some point, you got to stop making movie of the same movie that you right. made. Right, exactly. All right, okay. Well, that that's it. We're we're done here. The Snyder cut. I don't think anyone anyone faulted us uh, for what we said about the Snyder cut. 
uh, Meredith uh, about the action sequences and fight scenes had a, a grievance. But really, it's your fault for not bringing that up last episode. So you're right, you are correct. You're you, correct. Uh, Rob apologizes for that, Meredith. I apologize for him calling you a fan. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. <laughs> Would not wish that on anyone. I, we've made some jokes about my mom listening. Uh, that's a lie. I would never yeah, make her do that. I, it would never make her do that. She just likes the page. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here we go. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. That's right. Let me do some introductions. Yeah, do your intro. That's right. Uh, my name is Monty Ike, and with me, uh, he's the Rocky to my Karate Kid. He's the Rocky Four to my Creed. He's the Footloose to my Dirty Dancing. He's my best friend, Rob Bloom. Hi, Rob. Hi, Monty. Well, what are we? What are we talking about today? You is got it the Snyder Cut? One foot <laughs> in front of the other. Put your one foot down. Oh God. We are doing movie montages. Oh, okay. All right. That sounds fun. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, did did let's you get that. my reference? Is you? that Cool Runnings? No. No, you no. bastard. You should know. It, it, it's it's a certain painting. A a. Uh, a fraternity scene. Uh-huh. With a robot. Oh, that yeah. and a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Is that I mean, is, Oh yeah. Oh yeah, when they when they when they're fixing up the house. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. That's that's one of my uh, it's it's a great montage. It is it is a great montage. Uh in these montages I thought also about uh The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast a, Club is a, a great, great monta- montage. Yeah. I, 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 and I thought about putting it in here, and we'll, we'll get into it. So, okay, a lot of times we do uh, what we call list shows. Rob's got a list, I've got a list, and then we agree who's got the better list, right? Or or we agree that one of the things on the list is the best example, and therefore we're good to go. This time it's a little bit different because I think montages uh, are a tricky thing, and they're yes. sometimes great, and they're sometimes terrible. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to list uh, a couple of good ones and a couple of bad ones. And then we're going to talk about montages uh, in general and whether or not when you see a montage happening, if it's worth it or not. Right? That's sounds, the thesis. Yeah, that sounds about what we've discussed. Yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, here's the deal about here's the deal about Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds is a very problematic movie. Like, I, if I were to watch Revenge of the Nerds right now, I'd have to do it uh, with no one around so that none of the women in my life catch me watching Revenge of the Nerds because it's got a lot of funny bits if you were live in the 80s and then you look at it now and you're like, okay. And you're like, oh, okay, so the main character rapes somebody. Oh, yeah, the there's hero a... hero rapes somebody. And then, um, like, the big get is they sexually harass the pretty girls? That just seems fucking wrong on a lot is, of levels. It is... It is full of things that are so not right right um, oh there's racial and uh sexual uh, orientation stereotypes yeah, all I mean, over the place you, uh, and yeah i it's and yet it, it's still an endearing movie in its own <laughs> stupid weird way it it really it, it it does not hold up i won't pretend it holds up it, right but we're not talking about Revenge of the Nerds. We no. have another. We have another episode coming out uh, up called "Movies from Our Childhood That Are Problematic," and that'll be a very yeah. fun episode. We'll both have a list of ten. It'll be fun. Uh, spoiler alert: most of them have to do with the fact of white privilege. All right, let's talk about montages. Let's start with. Uh, what do you want to start with? Good or do you want to start with bad, Rob? I, I've got a good and a bad that happen to be the same movie. Do you want me to go first, or you? you... 
Well, we'll find out. Don't don't spoil which movie. But let's let's do a let's do a ba- let's do our bads first. Let's just get okay. our bads out of the way first. Don't say, "Oh, this one's also a good one." Don't spoil it for us. Let's just oh, do a bad. Okay. And I'll start with uh, my well, first I, bad well, one. I'm doing a montage of my own stuff already. Yeah, there. already you're jumping ahead. It's great. I'm going to start with uh, my first bad one, and that is uh, the training montage from Armageddon. Now I know oh, what you're yeah, saying. Okay, okay. I know what you're saying. Armageddon is already a shit movie, Monty. Why would you pile more shit onto it? But the training montage of Armageddon is so lazy, it's not even funny. The idea is, you know, oil rig workers have 12 days. And the thing is, if you could train oil rig workers to be astronauts in 12 days, I have to believe you you could train astronauts to fucking be oil rig drillers. Yeah. I want to say that Ben Affleck was quoted at one point as saying that like yeah. what this movie makes no logical right. sense. And they were like shut the fuck up Ben. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, of all people Ben Affleck put you <laughs> And he could have stopped a lot of shit movies. Uh I, there's just okay for uh, and you said something about the music being important. This one I do know. I think it's Sweet Emotion from uh, Aerosmith yeah, uh, plays during this. Right. I believe you are right. It they have uh they have this scene where like uh the oil rig guy starts stripping down uh, NASA's equipment, and which is like to me the most offensive thing. Is <laughs> like, yeah, these guys who we already established are hard drinking. Like, I, I'm not taking away from oil rig guys. I'm not, but I don't honestly believe they're better at engineering for space than NASA is. The and NASA, it's, is yeah, for it's space. just, no. yeah. it, it, you know what it is? It's this. Oh God, it's this lovely construct of the blue collar guy being better than the intellectual guy, and it's just this masturbatory scene of that where they prove that their ways are so much better than the other ways. It's a stupid concept. We both agree. Yeah, but But the montage... I don't even think Sweet Emotion is a good fucking montage song. It's It's terrible. (laughs) There are things about that movie that are bad, but there's something about that movie that has a likability to it and I don't know what it is. I can't. I watch it and I'm going like, why do I kind of like this movie? Because uh, Liv Tyler. Place... <laughs> yeah, it might be it. There is something about that movie that makes me go. I still kind of like this stupid concept of a movie. Well, Maybe it's got it's... a it's got a bunch of very likable people in it. Uh, it's got Bruce you know, it's Willis. Got cast, Bruce Willis, who's great. It's, yeah, it's horribly acted. It Bish- so yeah. Horrible. Yeah, they're, they're phoning in. There's so many good actors who are just phoning it in. I think the biggest... So here are my problems with this montage in specifics, okay? The montage doesn't fulfill anything. I don't see no. them necessarily getting fully trained to be astronauts. All I see is them saying, nah, we're just going to be oil rig guys the whole time. Uh-huh. Uh, it doesn't provide any punch. It doesn't build like the idea that they are... And the purpose of a montage, and I don't want to spoil what yeah, you're yeah. going to say probably later, is to show the progress of time right. in a short amount of time. Right. It's and they, a, you're absolutely right. They and I don't I don't feel like that. Like, you know, it's supposed to be like you got 12 days. 12 days feels really short for a montage anyway. I mean, really, we could have maybe 12 or at most 24 things that they did in those 12 days. Uh, and it, it just doesn't feel like anything really happens or there's any oomph in there. Uh, it's just too short of a time and too weird of a time and not enough time. Like they could literally do three scenes that shows their progress or whatever. And it, I don't know. I just it's all together fucked up. So 
that's my bad one, Armageddon. It's a shit it is, movie with a shit montage. It is a, a very montage. bad one. And, and, and it's a bad movie, but for some, it's a likable movie. But I, I completely agree with you. I think it's one of the. It's it's not a very good montage, and it kind of and puts the, everything that's bad. Yeah. In a, in a montage for it's that just movie. lazy. You're absolutely. It's just yeah. lazy, and then uh, yeah, and again. Uh, I know I didn't research a lot of these songs, but Sweet Emotion is just not a montage song. It's too slow. It's, it's so it's fucking slow. Toy. Well, and they must have had some deal with with Aerosmith at some point because yes, they got Liv Tyler, and then they got uh, what was the other the the uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Yes, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, and I don't want to push Yeah. Anyway. Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll go with there you my go. first bad one. Yeah, are, are what's you your first bad one? Hit me. Okay, my first bad one is from the movie Rocky IV. Okay, and that's the one where he goes to Russia, right? Rocky yes. in Russia, and it's specifically mm-hmm. it's the car scene that he's driving. He just had gotten into the argument with his ex, with his wife, mm-hmm. and she screams at him, "You can't win, Rocky! You can't win!" And he gets in the car. And the music starts playing, and it's, there's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. And, and he's reliving the death scene of Apollo Creed in the, in the, yeah. in the ring. Yeah. He's reliving all it. And he's literally reliving things like, like his wife yelling at him just seconds <laughs> Two before. seconds ago, right. And it's, that's the part that's the funniest is it's like there are mon- it's a montage of things that just fucking happened moments before. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's literally just him driving, and 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 you know, dri- you don't see him. It's like driving in a clip show happening. But he's yeah. is, he's reliving his entire his entire uh, career as Rocky. Right, as he's driving. It's a it's a clips it's a clip show. It's like a it's but like it's, it's exposition, I guess, maybe. But or it's to give the bad impact. moments. It's yeah. not the good mo. It's the bad moments of being Rocky. Right, and so like you see you see uh, Polly not Polly. Um, yeah, his trainer, Burgess uh, Meredith's character. Yeah, yeah. Why am I drawing Mickey? Who that is? Mickey. Mickey yeah. dying, yeah, and him crying, and him getting thrown out of the ring by Rock, by uh, by by Hulk Hogan. You see him losing to uh, um, Mr. My, T. I'm getting so excited talking about this. My my uh, your rings my watch closed. Just went off that I that I'm my blood pressure is up. You're closing um, your rings. Right. Basically, it was. It's just. It's a funny little bit of he's in the car and it's like, it's a, it's a clip show. That's a filler for the worst and nothing's happening that he's other than like, okay, like do you remember how cool Rocky was for these last three movies? Here's a show of, of all the hardship he went through. Right. What, what this is, is it's uh, this is a, you're you're spot on. This is a terrible montage because again, it doesn't show us progress. What this is trying to do is this is a shortcut to show us emotional impact. It's Mm -hmm. to get us invested on why Rocky feels he absolutely needs to fight the Russian. Look at all these and bad after, things that happened to him. Look at how much he's being even, put I, out to pastime. Ninety percent of the clips have nothing to do with why he should fight. The right, Russians. it's just bad things that have happened. Like to show you, oh, hey, this is real rough, and I've had a rough life, or whatever. You know? Yeah, you're exactly. absolutely. It's it's fucking lazy. It's like instead of having an emotional scene in which Sylvester Stallone has to emote and act and explain the scene, why this the is the scene with his wife is actually really good, where he's yelling it like that. 
in all in all honesty, that's a good scene where she's like, "You can't beat him, but I have to." But I, you know, I gotta that try. Makes yeah, more sense. And then if it right. ended in him just what going is the, out in the car. what is the crux of that movie? If not, uh, Rocky shouldn't be in the ring. He's got too much to lose, but he feels he has to because Creed died, and he has to yeah. avenge Creed, right? And, or and or you know, avenge it, or, like, or he has to show. He's got to show. He's got to show. He's got to show the I've Russians America's better. Beaten, yeah, yeah I've, yeah. I've beaten two people that I had no business beating. I was old when I started. I, yeah, I, I'm good. Yeah. Why do I have to go in? And right. Because America. Yeah. That's. It's one of the worst montages. It makes no sense. It doesn't further the plot. It's just a clip show at the beginning of a movie. That's to show. absolutely a great call out of this is just shit. Uh, nowadays we would do that. Maybe, maybe if you wanted to do that, you would show those clips in the opening sequence, right? You would do the, you would do the, the sort of silent montage, uh, that sometimes you see in Marvel movies or stuff like that, where they show you the background, the clips to get you ready for what's happened. I'm trying to think of one that like, like I remember seeing a second movie first and I, I'm, I'm, I don't remember what movie it was. John Wick. No, no. I mean, this was like as a kid where yeah. I had I hadn't seen the first movie, and the they showed basically a clip show of like up to now. Here's what has happened. Yeah, and it was like, oh, I didn't need to even see the first movie because right. the second. This, and this I is can't great. Remember, it's uh, oh, you know what it is? It's Hot Shots Part Two. That's what it is. It's <laughs> it was, it was probably two. even older than that. I I, I want to say it was Airplane. Is but... it Breaking Two? Uh, Airplane no. also does something similar to that. Yes, they do. They have like the trial of oh, no, Ted no, Striker no, at the beginning wrong, that kind of shows it. Oh, that's there funny. Was so, it was some freaking movie. It's, it's Breaking like, Two, Electric oh, well, Boogaloo. Yeah. God, what? What? what Master what Ninja movie? Two it was Master Ninja Two. Master Ninja theme song. Okay. Right. Anyway, should we go to our good yeah? One? Uh, well, no. Let's uh, let's keep with the bad. We're gonna go all of our bads and then our goods. Oh, all of our bads. Okay. Okay. Here's my Um, next one, and it's going to be very, it's going to be very, very surprising to you. Okay. Captain America, First Avenger. Oh, see, that was on my good. Really? Well, there's two, there's two montages in that movie. What's the other montage? I'm, I'm picturing the one where he's like, I'm the man with the, you know, him, him doing the. Yeah. There's two montages. The first one is uh, where we there learn oh, where shit, we learn yeah. that Steve Rogers has been training as a entertainer and doing movies. But I liked that montage. Are you saying that's great. a bad montage? I am saying, I am saying there's there's a couple of things of why I actually put this in both. I, I'm actually kind of saying that maybe both of these are bad, and, and Captain America: The First Avenger okay, suffers on. from this. First and foremost, the first one, it'd be great if this was a movie about how Steve Rogers reserved his super soldier serum and became the world's best actor. Because all they do is first show you that he can learn he's learned and to memorize his lines. Secondly, uh-huh. he's learned to put on a show. Thirdly, he's learned how to act in a movie and his movies are getting better. Shows nothing about Steve Rogers learning to be a martial artist, learning how to fire guns, learning how to do anything. That then it rem- that it then it then pivots. Two minutes afterwards, he's dying in front of the the soldiers, which gives you good emotional impact. He's been doing the song and dance, and real men have been working and dying and all this stuff like that. And he's just a fucking show pony, and that hurts him. Sure, but then. 
A minute and a half later, his best friend is behind Emily Lyons captured, and, and he guess picks what? up the shield. And he picks and up the shield and goes, and he has absolutely no training to do that because all we know is he knows how to punch <laughs> Hitler without punching Hitler. <laughs> I agree and disagree. I, I see your point. I completely see your point. What I think it does establish is that he wants more. Fine. Emotional impact is great. So here's the second montage that is in this but, movie. And, second and montage he, is him leading the Howling Commandos. Yeah. And, yes. and wiping Hydra off the plate. I would rather have seen another full-fledged scene of them than a montage because what also is they mirror each other. There's a point where the Howling Commandos break down a door into the thing, and it looks exactly like the Hollywood movie he made. See, and I, it I put, removes I put everything. Montage, your first montage that you mentioned, I put that on my good list because I figured that was a way of him showing how much he hated just being a show pony. But he doesn't. He doesn't hate it until that moment where he's out in front of those soldiers – I figure, I think I think he I think he, he wants to do to it more soldier. but look at how much there's a point where he's in the theater watching his own movie and he there's a look of proud maybe a little bit of embarrassment but it isn't a person who's kicking yeah, the tires and wishing that he wants to do and you're I will tell wrong, you that right? I watched the entire movie this morning to make sure that I, I was I, not I, wrong I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you have a better memory of this movie and have seen it more than me but I still figured like at least as I saw that as uh, when he's repeating the lines and getting yeah. better at the lines yeah. and seeming like he's getting into it. Yes, it does. But I kind of felt like it's like, look at me go. I'm doing this. Here are my lines again. I'm doing this again. I, I kind of felt, I don't know. Like, it's just well, here's the repetition of me being just a show pony and does I'm not it, liking it. Oh, see, now I see it as just another example of Steve Rogers being like, well, if this is all I'm able to do, this is the help I'm willing to give. It's it's him g giving 100% to everything that he does. Sure. If you told him that he has sure. to be a show pony, he's going to be a show pony. He travels the world. That's great. Uh, he's not just a kid from Brooklyn. By the end of it, he's seen all of America, and that's all fine and dandy. I think one of the reasons why I put this in the bad is when you said, you said, oh, you've probably watched this more than me. I love Captain America. You know I love Captain America. I know America. you do. I, know you I do. don't watch First Avenger very much. I watch Winter Soldier if I'm going to watch Captain America. Uh, see, I, I still like First Avenger. I, it's I, I fine, like but because of these montages, I don't get as much oomph. It very I, much comes off fair. as a as a if the comic first, book movie. If the first montage was, was complete and not touched, but then the second one was just... Yeah, like I said, Something once I would be okay. Help? Yeah, I would be. I would feel a lot better. But I remember walking out of there in the theater, going, "What I really wanted." And you remember this from years ago, from oh, Comicus, from Comic Book Crossfire. I said, if they make a Captain America movie, they should set it in World War II, and it should be Captain America fighting the Nazis. I said that for years. And what I really, really wanted more than anything was that sort of a movie that showed Captain America along with regular soldiers doing the the things that they used to kind of do and stuff and and not being necessary so, uh, and way, so that though, second the montage. that second montage just really undercuts it undercuts so a lot of different would you things. want a montage of him training and becoming the... yes i would have rather have seen a montage of him learning how to fight from a bunch of different people maybe uh different martial arts from different types of people i would have loved to have seen him like you know, talking to soldiers and learning how to do it or whatever. It would have been great to see him 
training to be an all-around great soldier. That would have been amazing. Like, you know what I mean? That would have been great. Uh, and they didn't go that route. They just did the... And I... Look, do do, do do I love the Star-Spangled Man bit? I do. It's funny with the Rockettes and everything like that. It's great. Um, I, I think, though, because I got two montages and I didn't get to see any of him I think you technically get a third with him before he becomes cap does don't you uh <laughs> with him training and jump like, well it's we, it's we kind of get a third one there it's where, not like, i wouldn't necessarily call that a full montage when he's at the when he's at the basic training they show yeah. a few short different example scenes a montage. no those are short scenes okay. i mean is it a montage in the world of improv yes it's very short scenes that are loosely connected together that's a montage but not in in my opinion that's not a prepackaged very little narrative or voice with a song that that wraps it all around so anyway there you go that's my second bad one and it's captain america and it's really technically it's not bad like as a technical thing these montages are not bad but it undercuts the narrative of the movie and therefore it's bad i I actually agree with your point i actually agree with your point you should um you should feel bad because you put it on the first one on your good list. God damn I think it. it's I do think it's a good one, but I understand why it's a, okay. My second bad one uh-huh. is definitely Return of the Re, Revenge of the Nerds. Um, oh, you, okay, all right, yeah. Uh, because the and I'm the cleaning up the house scene. Yeah, which it, it gets stuck in my head. It's <laughs> the the robot. It, it, I think it, it is the cliche of what all montages right. from that 80s time frame. Breaking does it almost verbatim the exact same way, where it's like, let's clean up the fill in the blank. Yeah, let's, Better Off Dead does it, or not, not, uh, One exactly. Crazy Summer. One Crazy Summer One does crazy that, summer where they clean up the, the thing to have Demi Moore's uh, concert. Blank. Yeah. Let's take over the fill in the blank. Let's, let you know, well, sports movies do it in a different way, but. Right, like, yeah. Let's get our shit but together. Major League does a montage too. Major League's a great one yeah. too. That um, and I think montages have a wonderful place if done right, and then they they become almost super annoying. And I really want to say that Revenge of the Nerds is the first time I ever recall seeing a montage, and I can remember that memorize the song of put one foot in front of the other, put your one foot down out and the robot and everybody doing the stupid little like yeah nobody paints a room this way nobody nobody's yeah, like, right ha 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 we're painting the wall and ha 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 we're painting, painting each other yeah it's it's yeah. like a total movie thing of like fakeness and like yeah this is actually a very like i mean this is actually a very good transition before we get to our good ones i wanted to talk about the montage from wet hot american summer which uh, is a spoof. Which is a I'm spoof assuming. of them. Yeah, it's a training spoof, which Michael Showalter has to get. Uh, he's trying to out Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd. And one of the best parts about that is, uh, well, first of all, uh, Chris Maloney, welcome back to uh, uh, Law and Order, uh, Maloney. Uh, <laughs> Elliot. Uh, thank, you know, uh, great for that. But Maloney uh, plays the mess hall cook slash guy who's going to train him to be cooler. Uh, but one of my favorite bits in that whole thing is in every single scene of the montage, his shorts and his shirt get smaller. <laughs> as the, and it's a very subtle visual thing of look at how he's growing as a person. <laughs> and it's so funny because at the end, he's basically wearing uh, like fucking shorty shorts and uh, and like a hat, like it barely covers his nipple half shirt. And it's the visual of that is just too funny. Uh, Team America also has a spoof. 
uh, and this is what I'm getting at. These spoofs are poking fun of the the montage where it's definitely filmed as a montage. They're doing the laughing, playful stuff, and it's supposed to be like, look at this, it's a party. What I really hate about those montages and Revenge of the Nerds, I think, does it too, is everyone looks like they're dancing to the song that's playing on the montage. Exactly. So did they they clean the entire house listening to one song over and over and over and over and over again? Like, it it makes no sense. Is it basketball or is it it, um, – Team America, America World Police. It's going to take a montage. It's Team America. Yeah, it's, Team okay. America has a montage with a song called Montage. Called the Montage. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, could, I couldn't remember it was because basketball has a montage. And right. I, I, because it's I, I a spoof of a sports movie, and sports movies have montages all the time. Yes. Cool Runnings has a montage. We talked about Major League has a montage. Uh, and these are training montages, and I think they have their purpose in there. And I do think that breaking's breaking two, where they clean up the park, uh-huh. is is almost verbatim the exact Fact. same montage yeah. from Revenge of the Nerds. Right. So it's it, like I don't want to mention both. I'm not look. Same. I don't want to mix formats here, but if you think about it, every single A team at about 45 minutes has a montage oh, that's absolutely. exactly that and same so too. So, so MacGyver. Is, uh, MacGyver. MacGyver, yeah. yeah. The we're going to make something weird out of stuff montage. Yeah, it's so yes. dumb. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I want to bring that up because I think your Revenge of the Nerds is, is right. It's just so filled with tropes. It doesn't serve any narrative. It's like it's supposed to be just a dance break in the middle of their fucking show. And, you know, does it? It, it, you it know, doesn't I do anything. I hate to say it. I kind of still like it. I, I've, I've just... watched Revenge of the Nerds. Yes, they are terrible. Because they also have a montage of their sporting events because, you know, yes. they're doing their drinking Right, yeah. Olympics. That's right, yeah. And one of my favorites is still the uh, the the, uh, the tricycle. On the tricycle race. Drunk. The tricycle race. And how race. do you feel? Oh, fucking great. It's <laughs> super racist, but it still gives me the giggles every time. <laughs> Oh my god, uh, yeah, it, yeah, jeez, oh, oh my god. All right, uh, it is fun. Look, it is fun. I don't. I I had the two. I I went with the two that I had there, and I, I I'm good with that. If you have some honorable that- mentions, I'll be happy. I can't decide if the Breakfast Club montage is bad or good. In my opinion, I know, know that the- it's supposed to show that they're getting along, but again, it's only supposed to be one Saturday, and I feel like they do too it many feels things. Like it's a couple- weekends right (laughs) it's like holy shit this is one saturday and yet you guys became deep friends because of these weird like the you three guys were dancing and that makes you fucking friends now it's weird and so i think that leans towards bad it also it it leans towards bad but it's also an iconic movie so it's kind of like you want to look past it yeah yeah i know i know what you're saying as if you look at it, just the montage, not the movie, but just the montage, it's like, oh, well, yeah, that kind of seems far fetched. Right. Again, I think it's the it's the it's a problem. It suffers a little bit with Armageddon here, uh, and and with Revenge of the Nerds. One, it's built to be a montage, and everyone looks like they're in a montage, like they're dancing, and there's just too much of that. Yeah, Footloose shit. is right. another one. Well, Footloose though is a training montage about dancing, so I will give. Footloose a chance. If uh-huh. you if you look at the Footloose montage, he's teaching his buddy how to dance, right? So it literally yes. starts with getting him to be on the beat, and then every cut is him doing slightly more and more involved dancing okay, things. Okay, okay. So Footloose is using a montage the proper way, but training, like showing a, a yeah, 
showing progress, time passing and progress, progress happening. Yes, right. But still showing that there's progress. Right. So doing what a, a montage should do, but I found it one of the most boring. Well, it, yeah, that's fine. that. That's my argument. Right. Yeah. Yes, it, it, do, uh, it does a montage well. Right. I think I, I think Dirty Dancing. Uh, I think Dirty Dancing is in that too. They do enough of. These sort of laughing parts of it are about how bad baby is at dancing. And I don't remember the guy's name in Footloose, but it's like their failures are the thing that everyone's sort of giggling about, but they are making progress the whole time. You slowly see them getting better, but. Right. As it progresses, they get better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, no, I, Footloose is, sure. uh, I couldn't sit through that. can't even remember watching Footloose. I'm not sure I've actually seen that movie. 100%. I have, I have, and I and I've seen it probably in the last two years. And wow, dating I is do rough. Remember... <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay, sure. Should we get to our good? Yeah, ones let's yet? go to our good ones. That's a good transition okay. point. All right, uh, I'll let, let's have you go first. Okay, I will go with one of my good ones that happens to be the one I mentioned as my first bad one. A what now? Rocky Four has a good montage as well as a bad montage. Yeah, it does. I think the last training scene in Rocky Four is one of the greatest montages of all time. Absolutely. Again, shows progress. It's it's showing the progress. It's showing your villain's progress at the exact oh, yeah. same time. It's showing the triumphant moment of him climbing the mountain. Mm-hmm. It's showing him, you know, lifting things that get heavier and then like family getting together and, and coming to Russia to be with him. It's a really like, it's an inspire. Like even as I'm talking about it, I'm getting goosebumps because it's, that's what it does. It's like, it's building this suspense yeah. And showing that he's getting better and that he has a chance against this unstoppable foe. And you're still seeing this unstoppable foe get better at the same yeah. time. It's, it's pumping him up. It, it makes it it makes it believable that the schlub they presented you with at the beginning of the movie has a shot. And that's all you think. Yeah. With Rocky movies especially is give Rocky a shot and he'll put his whole heart into it and, 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 and may actually pull it off. And the difference is, is yes... There is clips of previous events in that, yeah. But it's primarily focusing on him training for this fight, and you yes. see the beard get bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. Yeah, you see him actually physically grow. I mean, if you yeah. look at the way he is at the beginning, and then the way they show him with the full beard and the chest, and him lifting them all in that cart, you're like, "Fuck, that yeah. dude is ripped." Also, uh, like, Rocky Four is the reason we have CrossFit today. Let's be honest. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Somebody Actually, watched. I don't think you're wrong. Somebody watched Rocky Four and was like, fuck the gym machines, man. Let's just give people tires. <laughs> Big tires. In bigger, John. We need a bigger tires. <laughs> Jump on this box. Jump on it again. Uh, honestly. Lift these ropes. Where he's got his whole family. Yeah. They're in the cart and yeah. he's lifting them up and he's got that big full beard. It's a pretty inspirational little scene. Yeah, no, and, I look, I, and it does, it does what I feel like. I'm, there are slight flashbacks to him and Apollo, and but those aren't the focus of that flashback. Whereas no. in the previous flashback that we put yeah. in the bad counter is a, is a clip show. Yeah, no, that, that is an inspir That is, that is shown. I think that's, that's used as a moment of what's driving him is to give you a, a, what's driving him. And he remembers the way he was before at his pinnacle. And he's driving mm-hmm. towards that pinnacle. And he's I, doing look, this for his friend and he's doing this for, you know, I, to, 
fully I don't say this a lot on this show because you are mostly just the fucking wrongest person I know but that's, <laughs> I agree with you on that one I agree with you on that one uh Rocky Ford does the training montage better than just about anything and I, I'll give it give it to you all right here's my first good one okay um and I love this uh first of all I'm just gonna say this Edgar Wright does this in multiple movies and I just chose one of them he uses montages as a great way of getting you exposition that you need to to let you know exactly what type of person you are dealing Which with. Which movie are you going to mention? Let me Hot think. Fuzz. Give me a sec. Oh, no. Oh, damn it. I did it. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, Hot Fuzz is the one I haven't seen. Yeah. So it's, I couldn't you haven't seen Hot Fuzz yet? I haven't seen Hot Fuzz. Are you a fucking asshole? What? I have not seen Hot Fuzz. Holy shit. I remember, I think, I think I was supposed to meet you somewhere. Hot Fuzz was on like fucking HBO and I just, I just was late and I told everybody, I'm sorry. Uh, I got a chance to watch Hot Fuzz today and I just kept watching it. it. It's fucking great. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead though. I love Shaun of the Dead, but it's not like, yeah, go on. Okay, Shaun of the Dead, he does the same thing too. In the in the opening sort of montage of Shaun's life, you get to know certain things. He loves Liz. Uh the what's what's the name of the bar is the safe haven for him. I can't remember what I know what you're talking about. You know what about. I mean? Yeah, like it, when they because they meet there later on, but it establishes that's his safe spot, right? Well, in Hot Fuzz, uh he plays uh he plays this cop. And it's like, uh, I think it's his, like, superior is basically talking about him, like, reading off his resume, his medals, and blah, blah, blah. And you literally watch him being the world's best police officer in a clip of him just being amazing at his job. But you need that. You need that so that it can immediately set up the gist of the, which now that you, I know that you haven't seen it, I can't really talk about it, but this is to the listeners. You need that to set up what is basically the plot of the movie. The It's a fish out of water and you need to have, you need to be right into it. You need to be bought in as an audience. This motherfucker he's a good cop. is the, not like a good cop is in like, Oh, he's a good cop. I mean, like he's literally great at police work and knows how to do policing very, very well. And it, it, you have to have it. And so exposition. So this is sort of the the opposite of the the fucking Rocky one, man, Uh, the bad one. This is an exposition montage that serves its purpose. Its narrative purpose is to show you examples of excellence and why this person is already there or is in this trouble or whatever. Like, this is this person in a nutshell. Train spotting does an exposition as well, right? Right. Yes, guys, yes, don't you're... don't worry about that. That's just Rob dropping his iPad. It's dropping fine. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like train spotting also does an exposition montage where it goes through all the players, uh, but it was especially on uh, Ian McGregor, McGregor's character uh, to let you know everything you need to know about him in the beginning to let you know, OK, this is where this shit guy. This is where his he is. So there you go. Hot fuzz. Uh, Edgar Wright does. Edgar Wright also does. Mm, he does fucking smash cuts so good. If you're at all interested in film work, watch how he you and does I, you and I are smash do, cuts. Uh, oh. You and I are going to do a podcast of Guilty Pleasures someday, and there's an Edgar Wright movie that is my number one, and I, w- I don't want to reveal it here, okay. but okay. Edgar Wright has done some movies that are beyond a doubt, like some of the yeah. best movies, just visually. Oh, he's 
fucking great. I literally watched like a a film school breakdown on how good Edgar Wright is. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Rob. People can hear that. What are you fucking doing? I dropped my eye pencil and I couldn't find it. And then I accidentally kicked the table that my iPad is on. So it was just a cluster. Fucking up. drunk. Everything is normal again. We are good. God damn it. Why would you even need your pencil it's while just, we're recording? My iPad. Okay, God, you're not. We're all good. We're all good. No more, no more chaos for me. Jesus. Edgar anyway, Wright Edgar Wright is really, really good at visual storytelling. <laughs> really good at it. Uh, when you watch his movies, just watch how he's visually telling you stories. Baby Driver is is yeah. so visually such an amazing story. And yeah, yeah, and but how he he does an amazing job at uh, close up, uh, far away shot, all these different like fucking editing and and and, and framing techniques to build so much stuff. So there, there you go. That's uh, that's my first good one. Hot Fuzz, your second okay. good one. My second good one is what should I go with? My second good one, Ghostbusters. <gasps> That's my second one. Oh, yay! There is, I really cleaning think up it's the one town. Of the best done, like yeah. It sets up that look. These guys are beat. These that that, yeah. that ghosts are everywhere. They are con- like all of a sudden they're they're a hot commodity, and everybody's calling them, and they can't keep up with the work. Right. And, that's you introduce you introduce uh, Winston in yeah. this in that montage. at the end of it yeah um, you you just see them busy as heck running in and out I think it's I think it's a brilliant way of showing like look we we set up that okay here's this unbelievable thing now we've now we've established that it's real and maybe one or two people in the world believe them and then all of a sudden. Boom. Boom. They're, they're, they're yeah. a hot business. They're everywhere. And it really it really sets up this idea that Dana's building is a uh is a, a, hot a fucking spot. hot spot and a needle and something was about to like the idea is here, if the Ghostbusters weren't around, this would still have happened. Zool exactly. would have come yeah. back. The, the the this was all kind of happening and maybe the fact that the the uh the library ghost at the beginning of the movie is like just the first step in this like the fact because they say i can't believe we actually got a reading on one right so these these guys yeah. have been chasing this for a long time they believe the science is there or whatever and they've never gotten to one and then they do and all of a sudden and then all, yeah coming out and the now world. it's just everywhere and it's like the, it's a great idea of cuz you know i've heard people say well if the ghostbusters didn't have the containment unit that gets shut down does the end ever happen and my idea no. is it does yeah, it I does. All of that agree. all that spectral energy builds up in New York without anyone ghost busting and then it comes to a head they and there's no one to stop it. it. And it was it was yeah. going to happen if they hadn't been there. Right. In fact, maybe they slowed it down. Right. Maybe. Right, exactly. Maybe maybe yeah. Uh it's a great way of showing that time is passing. It's a great way of showing that the business which at you know, right before that Janine is literally sitting around there not doing anything. We got one. We should Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Boom. Yeah. And then everything fucking changes. Uh, yeah, no, Ghostbusters is fucking amazing in that in that way. They also do a great thing where they have all this footage that they shoot, and as an editor, 
you go, okay, man, it's too much. This movie loses something if we do but this. But this is and this a great scene. How do I put it in? How do I put it in? And then they use that montage to show you visually and all these cool things without having to spend time and wasting but it on an a addendum. useless But I have an scene. addendum. Yeah. The getting the blowjob. The, the blowjob goes from, is still weird. It's still fucking it, it's weird. It's like, what? What, like, what the fuck is that all about? ghost. Which I think was a part of the original script, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, yeah. because I don't think it was it was it was supposed to be something completely different. And I, right. We can talk about that another yeah. time. But it was, and I believe that that was a, a carryover from right. what the original script was going right. to be. Yep. And yet they left it in there. It's like it makes no fucking yeah. sense. But I don't care. It's in there. There's a scene. But that's the thing. It's it's so weird. But you also don't have to care because it's not part of the narrative. It, it, but it, it doesn't. Fits. It, it's it fine in that. It fits. fine. It's fine in a montage. Is not fine if they would have actually played out the whole scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's what they just, do in that is they save themselves from boring edits and stuff like that. There's there are a lot of movies out there, like for instance, I don't know the Snyder Cut that probably could have used a few montages instead of making us sit through a bunch. You of know, shit. yeah, I I could see that. I agree. I agree. You know, and not slow motion. And not not and 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 two not full like hours of slow motion. Yeah. Uh, oh well, that's great. Uh, we both have the okay, same. So we both knocked one out there. That's yeah. Right. Woo! You have one? Woo! I got. I got possibly three left. Oh well, I I've said a, a few different ones, and I I don't think I have any. I don't have like. Okay. I never keep any. Okay, right, I'll, I'll go with one that I know you can speak upon. Uh-huh. It's the the montage from Batman Begins. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's one of the best trades with Rosh Rosh Ghul and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, it's a good one. Like, it's it's one of the things that we've always wanted to see is Batman learning in the way that you were talking about Captain America becoming Captain America. Yes, uh, we wanted to see Batman learning the the way the, to become. How a does he become this martial artist that can beat just about anybody on the planet? That he's right. one of the best fighters on the planet. We learn in Batman Begins that he, and. And then it ends with him doing the, you know, the cold scene with him. And it's not, yeah. we don't know it's Raja Gold. Right. But it's it, I think or it's, whatever. yeah, it's, it's a very cool, like learning to be Batman scene. And yeah. Uh, yes. I, I, I like that one too. I think that one's a good one. It's a good training one. And it's exactly, again, training is a great use of montage because we don't actually want to see them training. We just want yeah, to see their progress, and that's a, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, and it's a good way of saying like, look, okay, yes, at the beginning of this movie they knew nothing. At the end of this movie, they are the master. But right. I don't want to see them put in twenty years of learning this. We're gonna How do this in all. We're gonna do this all in real time. The movie is uh, fourteen years uh, long. But in there, uh, we filmed uh, we filmed uh, Christian Bale learning how to be a martial artist, and uh, he actually goes four years in forensic science uh, college. So that's how we made Batman Begins. Hope I, you enjoy. I think we both agree that we would like to see more of the detective work, but yeah, that's, yeah maybe but that's we'll fine. see that in the new Batman. Maybe. Do you, have, we'll do, you have, do you have some more good ones? Uh, Rob, I literally have said so many ones in just passing and stuff. I don't have any left on my okay. list. I, okay. you, my, you my, I, know, I have two left. Okay. Uh, I have John Wick number two, which one of my favorite all-time mm-hmm. montages is when the word goes out that he is on the run. Yeah. And all of, like, and they all those people are trying to kill him, and they show him going through the mall. They show him going through the the uh, 
the subway and other places and people trying to kill him as he's going by is some, it's funny in some cases mm-hmm. and it's badass action. The scene with, with the, the overweight, it looks like a Japanese man who's trying to kick his butt and he's literally shooting him in the head and can't stop him is kind of funny, but scary at the same time. Yeah. And, and then the two guys at the bar that see him and trying to kill him. I think it's one of the best montages of him. He's just going through the city Everybody's after him. He's tired. He is yeah. beaten. Everything that's thrown at him, and yet he's still taking on more. Again, it's a great way of showing, like, if you were to do a movie about Nightfall, the Batman storyline of Nightfall, then yes, put a montage a in there. Montage. You would do it as a yes. montage of all these supervillains. That's a great way to, yeah. Like, you don't have seven seven issues of a comic to show it all. And even in the comic, they montage sometimes where they just show you three or four frames of him taking out another escapee or whatever. Ch- they're chipping Churning, away at him, yeah. but he's, yeah, he's, he's not. That again, it's progressing to the point where you see John Wick is exhausted from all the stuff that he's done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, okay, and I'm my number board. one is the tearjerker. My number one is, is, is the total tearjerker. Pixar movies have a notorious way of hitting you in the nuts pretty quickly. The most perfect tear-jerking montage. Can you guess where I'm going? Up. Up. Yeah. Yeah, it Up's is. montage is wow. fall in love with his, 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 the love of his life. Yeah. And, and then they, they totally pull the rug out from you and you see that she's not part of the story and it just kills you. And Ed Asner just is the perfect grumpy old asshole who has lost everything to, that he cares about. And I, I think it's one of the most touching montages. And it just, I mean, you almost see it coming. It's a, it's a, it's a Pixar movie and every Pixar movie does it to you at some point. But I think this one does it the most eloquently and, and, touching way that like you just fall in love with this little girl who loves this this little boy and they spend a lifetime together and then at the end of this montage she's gone it just what it does to me is it tells me i should die first uh absolutely that's that's a very good point always always uh, be the first one to death i guess then you know i i do think mel deserves to to have a little asian boy in her life (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) God, <laughs> I don't know exactly how I feel about that. All right, look, I'm I'm writing, uh, and he's Rob. Uh, Want to also just take a moment to say uh, we stand with our uh, Asia Pacific Islander uh, neighbors and friends uh, to stop uh, the violence that is going through uh, the world right now. I'm mostly saying this uh, to make Rob feel bad, but I also mean, <laughs> it's it's working. Yeah, but I, I also mean. I, I, I still think that your wife there's a little Asian. Yeah, that's uh, that's what she's always dreamed of. I'm sure. What is she, Marv? All right. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, that that's okay. It's a good one. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't like to feel. Oh, things. I I do. Have, I forgot. I have one last one. Oh, good. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to end on the sad one. Yeah, let's not end on the sad one. Okay. Well, I mean, we, it's oh, we usually end on something sad for you, but. Yes, we discussed the Snyder Cut. I, yeah. I was like, I was going through movies in my, like, I was just looking through my library, and I'm like, what movies have a montage? And I had completely forgot about this montage, and I think it's actually a very good way of showing 
and setting up the world. Like it's setting up the world for this movie. Oh, you're it's right. A Snyder movie. Godfather you know two. No, Godfather two, where they show Michael Corleone and uh, nope, nope, that's not okay. Yeah, go ahead. That's keep not going. where I'm going. I'm All going right. over the Watchmen montage at the beginning with oh. the with the credits rolling is a very prominent way it's of a word showing... world building yeah it's Unless a world you, yeah. building montage that shows you like okay, hey look nixon's still in office a world where superheroes yeah. live nixon's in office and the comedian killed uh killed the president yeah and yeah just so you it, know not only do superheroes exist but they're corrupt as hell uh this exists because nixon is you know nixon's in the office so all of everything is corrupt there's a corruption throughout the whole thing if if you didn't get that from the fact that it's called the Watchmen and Watchmen, who watches the watch? So you know, like I was thinking about that the other, maybe even this morning, uh, just about like how who watch I, for some reason who watches the Watchmen came into my mind, and then I was like, I visited the Watchmen in my brain a little bit, and I was like, oh yeah, blah blah blah, and all this other stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like that. It's a great way because I think the central point that you need to know about the universe that the Watchmen is built in is that everything is corrupted. Nothing is... Yes. This is not a primary color comic book movie. No, no one is truly good. Uh, everything is... Everything well, is... Well, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Grimier. I think it's... Idealism is different. And... Because uh, they, they want you to think that there are people who are superheroes that stand for right, but... They are flawed. I don't want to say outsiders. No, no see, I, I, I see, I see, because I'm trying to think, man. Like uh, Rorschach is is fundamentally flawed. He is I'm fundamentally that, flawed. I think I don't. Owl think man that's what is the montage is doing. I yeah. think the montage is setting up this. That okay, look, this is a different universe. Yeah. Uh, Nixon stayed president much longer, and. Uh, I don't. I don't disagree with your take, but I don't know if that's necessarily what the montage is doing. See, I think. I, I think the fact that you see that Nixon is still in the White House for like four terms or whatever lets you know that this government is corrupt. Like it takes the most corrupt president that we had at the time, that we that had at the time, and yeah. says, "Oh, what if that guy stayed in power for an extremely long time?" That lets that it's like it's a short it's a bit of a short code to say look Nixon and like and then they showed the comedian kills JFK it's showing that there's conspiracy there's corruption like uh, you know they, what it's just basically doing is saying yeah this 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 America is fundamentally well more and, and we than also ours. see we see uh, in, in that montage you see the the lesbian couple murdered in their bed right yeah um, you see. Uh, the heroes change teams and then you, you like, I, you see the, the eighties kind of, it ends in the eighties yeah. mm-hmm. uh, with them doing kind of the uh, look, we are now celebrities as well as heroes. Um, yeah. I'm tr- I'm not trying to disprove you. I'm just trying to figure out where does it end? Is it, it ends with the new Watchmen, if I'm not mistaken. Like, well, like, no, it ends with, uh, it, it ends with, uh, capes being put underground. It, it ends with being a superhero is illegal. That's where the show that, starts. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. The, the show, the, the movie, the movie and the plot line starts with the idea that superheroes are illegal. And that's why 
when Rorschach gets involved, like, you know, that's why he's fighting the police and all that stuff. It starts with, there's some sort of, there's, there's, I, I think it's in the seventies or whatever. There's a, they shut the door on superheroes. That's why Owl, yeah. Owl Man is fat but and we out have, of shape we have the, at the beginning. Yeah, we have the two, we have the two, the second minute men at some point. Yeah. I guess I'll have to rewatch it again, but. <laughs> Rob rewatches the Watchmen. I, I bought the extended cut, and I think it's actually pretty good. But, um. <laughs> the Snyder cut of the Watchmen. All right. All right. There we go. So uh, are montages good, or are they bad? I think as a whole, they are, they, are, they are used. When used properly, they do a good job. Absolutely, but I think, they, but I, I think they're oftentimes misused. That's I would my say point. primarily for the... Uh, what I want to say is, when used correctly, they are just amazing. Yes, but they become a cliche very, very quickly. Yeah. And and that's done by being lazy. If you're lazy with the montage, or if you plan, like if you as a scriptwriter write in your in your script montage here. That's yeah. That's and, and again, I do. I think the the first. The first montage in Rocky Four is we need this movie to be we need this movie to be two hours and twelve minutes long or whatever it's and we need to have this montage. That's what I feel like that yeah. was. But then the second one was like, okay, this is actually showing something. Yeah, it's it's, it's gotta literally have a point. day between those two those two montages in that movie. It's gotta it's gotta have a point. All right, well, Rob, uh, since you said Ghostbusters before me, I'll give you the honor of saying the last uh, thing, our, our closing line, our catchphrase. Uh, by the way, uh, being uh, offered up uh, as, uh, as one of those, uh, those new things instead of Bitcoins that you can do, uh, that's on, you can bid on that. You can actually buy the catchphrase. Uh, it will, uh, I'm sure, double or triple in value uh, as this goes on. Uh, a lot of people are enjoying it. Uh, I saw some school children screaming this at me uh, just the other day. They didn't know, they didn't recognize me. They just screamed this particular line at me, uh, mostly in anger. But here it is. If I can change and you can change, everybody can change.